0: FFM Productions presents Two Old Orchids. Not Your Mother's Podcast.
1: I mean, he wasn't going to say no. No,
0: he was getting booty. He came all the way from California to get some Florida
1: booty. <laughs> yeah, well, he didn't know he was going to get booty. I didn't know I was going to get booty. It was like, it, this is not a plan. Th- you know, this is not... I don't normally pick up a guy in a bar and take him home. That's what she... So, no. So, actually, he and I had a conversation that night. I was... cause when i met him standing at the bar we clearly hit it off right away and then we hung out for the next 4 hours 3 hours you know like we were we hung out until right. there was no like neither of us could take standing there anymore so but i did say to him you know i don't have one night stands like i it's not my <laughs> thing i don't do one night stands but i don't think this could be considered a one night stand like did isn't you it fuck what him one time do you plan to do it twice I would do it again if he came into town. <laughs> okay. Is he coming into town again? I don't know. Are you planning on fucking him any other times while he's here? If he's available tonight, I'd fuck him. But okay, he's if, got other... If
0: pl- you fuck him tonight, it does not qualify as a one-night stand. If, however, you do not fuck him tonight and he leaves tomorrow, it was totally a one-night stand.
1: No, it was... Okay, so here's That's, the premise of one-night stand. No, a one... Okay, so you and I have a different... So here's... Because he and I went back and forth about this. I was like, for me, a one-night stand is you meet a stranger in a bar... You like meet that night, you have sexual chemistry, you go home, you fuck. And then they they leave in the morning and it's just purely like, that's it. There's no expectation of anything. We didn't go home that night. Like I didn't take him home the night I met him. Like I'm asking
0: Mistress Google. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is, uh, you cannot see me, but I have my hands up.
1: Because you're, because you're right. You want to be Right. (laughs) Yeah. It is a gift. <laughs> Jesus.
0: Okay, go on. <laughs> a sexual relationship lasting only one night. So if you fuck him tonight, it is not a one night stand. Okay. Frank, Frank, if you're listening, <laughs> you've already gone back to California now. Yeah, he's already in California. We will know We will know by the time this show airs. Whether it was a one night stand yes, or not. And the audience will need closure out of our next show. We'll have to update We'll update, okay Are you ready? I'm ready All right. I'm Sean
1: Lee I'm Monica
0: And we are the Two Wild Orchids The place you come for sex and fun And if you've been listening Then you know Monica had a one night stand
1: I got some booty
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he's not from here Mm -mm. And he's from across the country Mm-hmm. And I came to record this morning, and there's a strange <laughs> man sitting in her kitchen. And I was like, Well, aren't you adorable? and and tell the big she she snagged some hot young booty,
1: yeah, young young booty.
0: He's like thirty one. Mm-hmm. So twenty years. Almost, almost, not quite.
1: I mean, not that, not quite twenty years, right. Not
0: quite twenty years. So, but he was good booty, great.
1: Like the best (laughs) in a long time, yeah. I was, which is impressive because I wasn't. I mean, well, I wasn't expecting it to be bad per se, but I wasn't expecting what I got, (laughs) which was an amazing orgasm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Uh, thank you, Frank. (laughs) Yeah, we
0: decided to call him Frank. You know his his name is very common. It's like a Joe, a Paul, a Tom, Mm -hmm. a name. And so when he said, "Let's call me Frank," I was like, "Dude, seriously." (laughs)
1: It's, it's perfect. Not, it's
0: not like your name isn't common enough.
1: I know we okay. could have just called him by his, his name. name. Yeah, but, no one But would we'll
0: call been. him Frank. It makes right. him feel it makes him feel safe and we want him <laughs> to feel
1: safe today. <laughs> yeah, he he was uh He did give you a good orgasm. He deserves to feel safe. And then via oral, which is even more uncommon. I know. I'm excited especially for Especially on a first time. Like yeah. Like that is not, I don't know if I speak for most women or just myself, but for me to have an orgasm with a man the first time and in particular with him going down on me is very rare. It's unheard of. So I will give props to... Mad props. What, what, Frank? Seriously. (laughs) And like I told him, I was like, I just can't wait to see, you know, what you're going to bring in the 10 more years. Like he's off to a great start. At 31 years old. Yes. Can you imagine what
0: he's like in a long-term relationship? Like when he knows your buttons and can just like snap. Bam,
1: snap. No, bam, I can't even snap, think about bam. it. Bam.
0: I think my brain would explode. Because you were snap bam. Because what you told me before we came on air about how he did it. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. So go. Which part? Oh, I love I love putting Monica on the spot because I have to tell you, every time I do it, her eyes get as big as her face. And- even if she knows the answer, I wasn't I there. Know, I do
1: know the answer. I
0: wasn't there. Be more specific. Which part do you want to know? Okay. So Monica got some young booty last night <laughs> and he has this really sexy beard and I don't dig beards, but he was hot, Monica. That oh was, my God. That was good.
1: Booty. Yeah. The beard is a big panty dropper for me. I, was, I mean, we know this, right? This is not new information. This is not new information. <laughs> oh, so there were a couple of things that were really funny. So okay. first of all, I had to tell him, I had to give him a warning. Oh my God. I just realized that.
0: <laughs> like,
1: And this, I was so worried. Of, I was so, I was so, I have given you a complex. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Oh my God. She's taking off her jacket. <laughs> I was so <laughs> uncomfortable to tell this poor guy. Like, and I didn't know how to tell him. So I, I kept like kind of dropping these little hints that I had this. I want to of, hear the
0: hints. We want, inquiring minds want to hear them. I Monica would say things like, uh,
1: like I would make a joke and then I would be like, oh, you know, th- th- like I would say something like, I, well, I only have a couple dark secrets, you know, to tell you or something you know (laughs) dark (laughs) 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 like the color of finally, like (laughs) so like god bless him he was like just tell me you know he figured it out right he's a super smart guy super smart so he was right with me and he figured it out immediately and was like all right just just spill the beans and I was like all right well and then I froze. Because <laughs> he put you on the spot. <laughs> yes. And I couldn't... And you're was, the only one who knows the answer to the question. I couldn't do it. I, it was. So, but then finally, I was like, all right, listen, I, I just... I got to tell you, like, I got a bush. There's, there's bush happening. So I'm just... And he's like, well, what kind of bush are we talking
0: <laughs> Like, how bad are is Are we this? talking the Amazon forest? <laughs> are we talking a mowed
1: lawn? I probably I probably need to, like, hone this description a little better because I did, I was like, well, I don't have anything to compare it to. He's like, well, just show me. Just drop your pants. Yeah. And I was like, no, I would have dropped my pants. I know you would have. You, <laughs> you've already done that. Kitchen, you
0: know? <laughs> was, well, that's because so Eva, when she
1: came on, she was like, mine and Monica's vagina is the same. I was like, why is mine different? Oh my God, so I, I dropped so my sorry. pants in your kitchen and said, is mine different? You said, no, it looks fine. Put your pants on. It looks up. like a vagina. It's cute. It was adorable. Only Thank bald. you. Yes. It's like, you
0: know. Yes. So anyway. So, so he, so you told him you have, you have. So I had push. to tell
1: him and then he was okay with that. <laughs> Which, and so <laughs> did, your, did your Yoni flower open for him? Oh God, really? We're going to go there. I mean, come on. Come on, Shanley. Did your pelt separate? <laughs> yes, it did. And, and he told me that I, I oversold it. He's like, it really wasn't that bad. It really wasn't <laughs> it, that he bad. He was, he was, it was a, it was a very trim. I I wish he was here so he could talk about it because it really... I'll tell you, it briefly came to
0: me when he was downstairs (laughs) talking. I thought, you should come on our show. You'd be funny.
1: (laughs) No, he's very funny. He's very funny. Like really cute. Like he's got it going on. He's like very good looking. He's sexy. He's from LA. Yeah.
0: He's got, yeah, he's got some, he's got some game. And he can eat pussy. (laughs) And he can lick some pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that actually leads us into our fun topic today. Mm -hmm. Because you were starting off... With and I do and I know that we've and it's fine for the audience to know that we had a couple of bloopers in the beginning. So I don't know if we told them that you weren't sure if this was a one night stand or not.
1: Oh right, I, yeah, I wasn't sure.
0: So, but but you wouldn't want it to be a one night stand because you might feel shame about doing one night stands.
1: Yeah, I generally don't do one night stands, and part of that is because I think there is so much guilt and stigma around the one night stand. Um, you know. How the guy's going to look at you? Like, is he going to just see me as like this whore? You know, so I don't generally do one night stand. And then also, I think there's a lot of pressure for me, you know, like I won't generally have an orgasm the first night with a guy. First right. couple nights, actually, usually I'm not able to have well, you an have orgasm. be comfortable. Yeah, I'm sure. And it's hard to do that with a stranger. And in particular, when you're feeling shame with already. Right. So, and to be clear, the reason I wanted to
0: bring up shame is because like I was looking at all of the fetishes. You and I talked a little bit about it. And I was talking to someone over the weekend who was saying that she was really extreme. And I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah. And, and my ex-husband, you know, he would make me feel so bad about it. And so I'm like, okay.
1: Extreme meaning what? Meaning sexually extreme. Extreme. So like a, like a fetish or fantasy or something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she
0: told him her fantasies and she told him the things that turned her on and he made her feel bad about it. So let me clarify my language better because you know, that's my hot button. She felt bad about what he thought about her fantasies. (laughs) Nobody can make you feel anything, right? But mm-hmm. she felt bad. So her fantasies were, and I, I, I'd already told her that I was going to mention this on the show, so I'm not using her name, but mm-hmm. her fantasies are rape fantasies, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of CNC is another name for it, consensual non-consent.
1: Hmm. I think, and this fantasies. is like a very common. It's so common. Like a lot of women. Actually, he and I talked about it. Oh, really? A lot of women have that fantasy. A
0: lot of men have that fantasy. Mm-hmm. That that idea of which being, part? Though they <laughs> they
1: want to be the they rape. want to be the raper, right, not the right? Okay.
0: <laughs> and to be clear, like nobody's condoning rape. So let's just kind of get that on the table. If mm-hmm. you've been a victim of sexual violence, this is not the conversation that we are having. What oh. we're having is a very safe environment of a forced. Entry, an experience of being held down, Mm -hmm. talked to, whatever it is that 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 conglomerates that for you. But there's so, but she was so ashamed of it that when she was talking to me, she said, "Well, my my fantasies are really extreme."
1: I don't, and it's not even that extreme. I I think that's such a normal, you know. Yeah, that's what
0: I thought too because. I know I've seen things since I've been involved in the kink community that are in my book really extreme. <laughs> and I go, "Baby, what you got?" <laughs> yeah, like that's not that's nothing that's not that big deal, right? But but when we think about like fantasies and fetishes and and them being shameful, you know, when we built this podcast, when my first podcast host and I built this podcast, the idea behind it was to unshame sex.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think that's important. Like, I don't know about you, but I get a lot of calls and, and text messages and messages from people going, oh my God, thank you so much for what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right. So I thought I brought in some things that I want to talk about today. I can't wait. Okay. So first of all, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> Speaking of unshaming, let's just pause here. Okay. Okay apparently we have some housekeeping to do oh okay okay let's get to it men guys if you're listening when i say send us your dick pics oh my <laughs> god i rem- you told me about i'm this. not talking to you <laughs> <laughs> this is so great okay ladies i am talking to you if you have received an unsolicited dick pic but Okay, it was Friday night, I think I sent you a message. Yep. I got a text message. And so if you want to send us your unsolicited <laughs> dick pics, ladies only, men, do n- unless you're gay.
1: Right, it's not an invitation. Listen. It's not, it's an, not invitation. an invitation to send. And actually,
0: it's like the opposite, of- <laughs> right? So what you're supposed to do is send us a screenshot of the entire conversation where it's like, hey, how was your day? My day was good. What'd you do? I went out to lunch with my girlfriend. Bam, dick pic. Dick pic. That's the conversation. That's the picture we want. What we did not ask for, gentlemen, was for you to take a naked picture of yourself. God bless him. God bless you. Head to toe, <laughs> full frontal, your face, your feet, everything in between, and send it to the dick pic He was line. like a
1: good looking guy. <laughs> he too. was a good looking like, guy. He looked so proud of himself. He was very happy. In,
0: and he takes the picture and he sends it in. And then he realizes what I meant.
1: <laughs> uh, that's when you wish you had that rewind on the uh, text message. Then. And he sent me a message. He goes, oh my God, please don't post that. Please don't post that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so because I'm I really believe it was an honest mistake, mm. my unsolicited dick pic, you won't go on the wall of shame. No. Okay. But guys, it's not an invitation for you unless you are <laughs> in a relationship with another man or you're talking to another man and he randomly sends you a dick pic. <laughs> this is not an invitation for you. Ladies, this is your chance to take back your texting power. The idea behind this is we want to teach men how to behave. And if you would not walk up to a woman in a bar and drop your pants and said, see my penis? Yes. It's not appropriate to walk up to her in a text message and say, see my penis? It's the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. So guys, let's just do that housekeeping real quick. This is not for you. But if you want to send us a dick pic, send it to 561-200-3330 and we'll happily put them up on the dick wall of shame. Mm -hmm. This was the one pass for all men everywhere. (laughs) If I get them, they're going up. Okay, so and then I have one other thing, but we'll cover we'll cover boner killers at the end. Okay, okay. So fetishes, like, do you have any kinky fetishes, Monica? I mean, I would say I have a beard fetish.
1: Okay, for sure, right? right. I mean, you know, that's definitely a kink of mine. Okay, um, you know, yeah. And and the you know, I mean, that's probably one of my more chill ones. Do you want to talk about
0: your unchill ones?
1: Not re- maybe. <laughs> Okay. And see <laughs> you can you, go, see go, that? you
0: see go. she's pausing. <laughs> that's that sexual shame. She did not know I was gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So that's my point is is we all have so you know, your friend Frank who was here this morning said mm-hmm. the best. He said, Everybody's a freak, but nobody wants anyone to know they're freaky. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I can remember when I lived in Oklahoma as a lifestyler, if you can call that a fetish or or Yeah, I would definitely I felt, I felt such shame. So much shame around it. Like you had to hide it. You couldn't tell people. Oh my God. I can remember mm-hmm. uh, my my ex-best friend and I, it, we were best friends for probably two years before I thought I got, I just had to tell her because I felt like there was so much of my life I wasn't sharing with somebody who I was really, really close to. And I sat her down and said, okay, I have something to tell you. And it was like, almost like, you know, when you tell your parents you're pregnant, That's how that's how scary it was for me
1: mm-hmm. because
0: I really didn't know if that was going to turn into a conversation of, well, I can't be friends with somebody who's as deviant as you are. <clears throat> and, and I think that that's true of so many people. Like I know... How did she handle it? She, you know what? Remark, she, said, I have questions. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> she really handled it well. She's like, okay, I, I, need a, I need a minute to process this. And then I have questions. And I said, okay, well, you can ask me anything you want. So this is probably to the year 2000. So it's been almost 20 years ago that we were having this conversation. Like even now, there are so many people who are in the lifestyle or who are in the kink community, or who are wherever, and they feel such shame. So when I went to a kink event, I sat down with a guy who had a foot fetish. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, he is a very, very wealthy man. He has um, several businesses. Mm-hmm. And so he's a very powerful man. This is not somebody you know that you wouldn't want to be seen with, is what I'm trying to say. Very good looking, very dashing, very debonair, the whole bit. But he's got a foot fetish. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about it and I said, okay, help me. Cause I don't get it. Like, okay. And, and he said, I love the way dirty feet smell. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, how do you have that conversation? Right. When we're thinking about shame and, and sexual mm-hmm. shame. And he said, and I like to be at her feet. It feels very submissive mm-hmm. to be able to be at her feet and, and smell her dirty feet and, and lick her toes. And, and this really, really turns him on. But Interestingly enough, he didn't want to do it with his wife.
1: Hmm. That's, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know how to speak to that because that's a whole nother can of worms. Don't you think it's scary though to share that with people? (laughs) Yeah, I I think sharing... And in particular, when it's something where you're, you're really vulnerable, you know, he's, he's a male and he's clearly a powerful male, but he's successful, Mm -hmm. right? You know, and he's used to being in boardrooms and everything else. And now he's sitting at a woman's feet, licking her feet. You know, what would, what would people think? What would people think? Right. Right. You know, so I can totally understand the shame and, and making yourself so vulnerable to tell a partner that. And then you are really, it's a risk because you don't know how they're going to react. Right. And
0: I asked him, I said, why don't you want to, why don't you want your wife doing this? And he said, because she's my wife. And I thought, oh, like that to me is such good stuff in your brain. This is the person that you said you wanted to spend your life with. Yeah. This is the person you had children with. This is the person you build a home with, you share a bank account with. But you don't want to sit at her feet and lick her toes. And it is the most arousing thing in the world for you. Mm -hmm. Because you're afraid of what she might think.
1: Was it you and I, were we talking recently or was it was I having this conversation with someone else about how relationships, you know, work and don't work and how I think it was you and me how having a relationship with another submissive can be a really so maybe she's submissive and and you know that's a difficult you know when you have two submissives and you don't have a dominant i could see how he maybe wouldn't want to share that with her because then how do you work around two submissives right no, i think yeah i think you're right
0: but i don't think i don't think it's just dominance and submission i mean i think that's part of his kink mm-hmm. but i think it's that like i've heard this from like older men you know there's girls you marry and there's girls you fuck
1: Right and I I, ha- I agree with you I have a total issue with him not being able to share that with her as well but what I'm saying is what's the point of sharing it if it's something she's going to be not into right. right
0: so so then it begs the question you know cuz you asked me a really good question before we came on the show and you said okay so we're going to talk about sexual shame and you said so what <laughs> <laughs> she she used <is> nicer language <laughs> but that was the end game <laughs> right you said why are we talking about this right isn't is yeah okay. but not in a bad way right okay so I think you're right. So let's let's answer your first statement. I think if you have two submissives, it's just like a battery, right? You have a positive and a negative. You make exactly. you make energy. Two negatives don't make energy. Two positives mm-hmm, don't make energy, mm-hmm. right? A tennis match on one side. If everybody's on the same side, you don't have a tennis match.
1: Like I don't know. I'm because I. I mean, I've been in relationships with men that are. Well, you had your own set of sexual shame about the whole orgasm thing. Oh, I still do, right? You know, like I mean, yeah, absolutely for sure. And so I guess when you asked me earlier about the about the sexual
0: shame about the shame stuff, I was like. I just think that everybody's got these really deep, dark fantasies,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: and they're the ones that make you come the first time you get your vibrator out. You stick it on your pussy. You're like thinking that, bam. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound I make too. Just bam. That's so awesome to know, right?
0: That you're welcome. Yeah, now you've got thank- the visual. Yep. <laughs> but I mean that that you know that that you've got these deep, dark sexual fantasies, and you're you're so afraid to share them, Mm-hmm. right? And so, um, who is it? Brene Brown.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? She says, "I um,
0: love Brene Brown. I love me some." Br- okay, it, and I want this to go on the record. <laughs> okay, I discovered Brene Brown before Oprah. I just want to go on record. Okay, okay, because I got want- I want, I want my name on that. Okay, because I found her, and she, oh my god, her 2010 TED talk was on vulnerability, and then 2012 was on shame, mm-hmm. and both of them are phenomenal. If, I will link them in the comments. And you,
1: so and cool. everyone, I mean, honestly, go watch them.
0: Go watch them. Like if
1: you don't know who Brene Brown is, then you need to go and look because it's it's worth... You'll just get sucked in. She's, yeah, she's really amazing. Yeah.
0: She's phenomenal. Anyway, but I will link it in the show notes. I'll link her, link her shows in the show notes and she's got several good books out. But one of the things she talks about is that shame sings two songs. It's you're not good enough and who do you think you are? I love that. Right? But then she also says, which will circle back to your question of why we're doing this show is... What shame can't survive in, if you should put shame in a Petri dish, it can't survive light. So if we bring to light things that people think are really dark and dirty and secretive, mm-hmm. then we take away the shame of it.
1: Hmm. Do you see what I mean? I, I see what you mean. I mean, it sounds really good, but I don't know that... But, like, I want to believe that. I do. Okay. You know, But, but, think, can, think but can give me an example. Your, okay. All right. Here you go. I'll use you. Here's your your example.
0: You asked for it from from (laughs) princess. You asked. Do you remember when we first started working together Mm -hmm. and you were having such trouble with your orgasm? Mm -hmm. Okay. So since that time, we've talked about it. You've had a yoni massage. Mm -hmm. You've had more conversations about it. You've recognized that it's somebody else's problem if they're not enjoying themselves while they're licking your pussy. You have done a little hypno work mm-hmm, and you brought mm-hmm. all of these elements of this really shameful space of being unable to orgasm and thinking there was something wrong with you by opening all of that up and saying, let's look at it in daylight.
1: So when you say bring the light, I'm thinking to others. And I think what you're saying is like the light is within yourself. And Open and that up. I understand. Yeah. Okay, because that that that's what I couldn't understand is, you know, how is bringing the light to everybody else really going to... You know, but you're right. I, I agree with you. And I, you know, I look back, I'm, you know, I look back over the past year, you know, of sort of my, and then I'm continuing on this like sexual sort evolution. of exploration. Yeah. Evolution. That's a great way to describe it. And that's true. You know, and the more that I do explore new things like the yoni massage, that was a really big deal. You know, I mean, if you had told me two years ago, oh, you're going to get on a massage table and you know this girl's going to touch your vagina (laughs) and and you're you're going to have two, you're going to have two (laughs) orgasms, you know, I would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not going to (laughs) happen. Like, I'm not getting naked. There's no way. I mean, I want to say that I can, but I don't know if you know. And now it's like the, you know, yeah, there's like a whole new world. I mean, and then this guy last night, you know, this was also a new experience for a me. A whole new
0: experience. You know, yeah. and, I, and
1: and to be clear, like I, and we, I think we've talked about this before, like, you know, I think a lot of women struggle, like I have no problem having an orgasm with myself. I n- understand my body. I can, you know, I'm very lucky, I guess, in that sense. You go in those deep, dark fantasies and you're yeah, in. Yeah. And I listen to a lot of audio erotica, which, you know, you and I have also talked. love me some audio <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I think that, you know, having this new experience with this guy, and you know, it's opened up a whole bunch of new doors for me. And it's true, like you know, I, talking about it, and certainly being on the show and and talking about it with you and our experiences. I mean, it it has been a an eye opening, yeah. For and, sure.
0: And Yoni opening. If mm-hmm. you have not listened to the to the Yoni <laughs> show with Monica, I think uh, the name of the show is No One Has Ever Touched My Vagina Like That. I will link it in the show notes. <laughs> no one. No one has ever touched Monica.
1: <laughs> although, although I will say that, that Frank last night came very close. I mean, he's not on a par with Eva, but it, like, because she's in a whole nother like... Planet, but I was very imp- I don't know. What, I keep talking about this. I'm sorry. That's I keep okay. bringing it up. No. I was very impressed. Look, when you get good booty the night before, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like he probably, he's going to listen to this and he's
0: just going like, to feel like he's like, yeah, I'm the man. That's the- me. And you know what? He's going to regret. He's going to regret wanting to be called Frank. <laughs> he's going to go talk to his friends and they're going to be like, dude, that's not you. <laughs> okay. So, but one of the things that I want to bring up because it, it, this came up I don't even know what show we did, Monica, but we did a show and I briefly talked about bonus packages. Oh yeah. Okay. I and, think you've brought it up a couple of times. And I want to, I want to pause because I've had people call me and go, oh my God, I didn't ever think of that. And you've taken, it, it, when we talk about shining the light on it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: if you've, if you've not heard my definition of a bonus package, I'm going to be really serious for like a second. Yeah. Explain it
1: a, again. Cause I always struggle with it. Cause I, I don't know why.
0: Your bonus package is when you were younger, Maybe you were a child. Maybe you were a teenager. Maybe you were in your early 20s, whatever. And something bad happened. Um, ideas of things that could be quote unquote bad. You were sexually molested. Mm-hmm. Okay, go with that. Um, or you are bulimic or mm-hmm. something like that. Okay. So, and then you grow up or or you got spanked a lot as a kid. That's a really big one. You know, your, your parents beat your ass for whatever. And now you grow up and now you're in, in an intimate relationship and let's use spanking as a, as an example because that's a really common one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you grew up, you're in an intimate relationship, you're having sex with your partner, and they
1: smack your ass, and you like it. Bonus package. Bonus package. It's like it's like a
0: perspective thing. I mean, what? well, okay. So most people have a lot of shame around the fact that things that were really torturous for them as children become sexually arousing today, like. Intense spankings. I'm not talking just you know. I'm using smack on your ass as your start, right? So now you play a little bit. You play a little bit, and now somebody's got a belt out and they're whipping your ass, and you're having an orgasm over it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whereas as a child, it was such a traumatic experience. Your brain gives you this bonus package where you had all this shitty shit happen. Now you grow up and you get the bonus package of having the joy from it.
1: But do you make a decision or is that just something, you know, I mean... I think that's the point of, of, of labeling it as a bonus package. You make a decision
0: to... You make a decision to how be do you to ch- be okay I mean, so it. like
1: someone who's sexually molested. Okay. You so, know? And
0: now has dirty daddy-daughter fantasies. Okay. I mean, there's so much porn out there. Like when I look at the fetishes and I wrote it down, age play. Okay. So you've got daddy little girl fetishes. And if you watch porn, you know, like, oh, daddy. uh," Okay. If that is your kink, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If you were molested as a child and you grew up and now that you're kink, that's your are kink, there's something hard in the brain about that for a lot of people where they're like, okay, so
1: this really shitty thing
0: happened and now I think it's hot. What's wrong with me?
1: I don't know that I could just say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to start calling my guy daddy you know, or whatever. But, but, but what I mean is it's like, okay, there's a bunch of porn
0: out there. They call it DDLG, Daddy Dom Little Girl is what it's called, right? And so it wouldn't be out there. There wouldn't be so many movies about it, if you will if it wasn't so prevalent. It's kind of like foot fetishes. It wouldn't be so out there if there weren't a a large group of people that enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just simply saying, when we think about a bonus package, and we're going to get t-shirts made that say hashtag bonus package, Mm -hmm. because whether you were sexually molested and now that's a kink for you, give yourself permission to take away the shame of that. Okay, I like that. Right? Or if you were bulimic, like this is how this all kind of started is I watched uh, one of my partners get a really, really great blowjob. And she took him all the way down her throat.
1: Because she, she didn't have bo- a gag reflex. She didn't have a gag reflex. <laughs> so I was like... Like she tag. had stuck her hand down her throat so many times. So many times that, mm. that his cock went zoop, right down. <laughs> it's impressive. Okay. It's really impressive.
0: <laughs> it really is impressive. <laughs> and so I was like, hang on, wait a minute, I have questions. <laughs> and she's like, she looked at me, she's like, I was bulimic. I was like, bonus package. Interesting. So do you see what I mean? You can take the shitty things that happened to you growing up or that you did in your own head or whatever and turn them into really beautiful things and that becomes your bonus package. And so I just kind of wanted to address that as we're talking about sexual shame is to give yourself permission to shine light there.
1: Mm -hmm, And I think you could probably put that in every aspect of your life, you know? Yeah. So like, I was like looking at this, I was like, okay, because
0: one of the number one fetishes of men when they go to see pro-doms, are you ready? Trampling.
1: Trampling. Like they get their balls stomped. They get their bodies stomped. Like with high heels. Yes. There's an event in South Florida every Halloween.
0: (laughs) Fetish Factory puts it on every Halloween. And there's the mat guy. That's what we call him.
1: Is it the guy that sits on the floor and wants you just
0: crush his hands? No. He's the guy who who hangs out outside the ladies room and puts a rubber mat on him. And he lays on his back. (laughs) Okay. Not on his belly. On his back. And he wants you to stomp on him as you walk by (laughs) with your high heels. (laughs) <laughs> Trampling is one of the most common kinks for pro-doms to do.
1: Interesting. Seriously. I don't get it. Because there's a guy that goes, I, who puts his hands, like he sits and then he has his hands like palm up and he wants you to like crush his hands with your high heel, which I did. It brought me zero pleasure. I did not ever. I've been a couple. I've never it lo- seen him. it. I mean, like it looks really painful. I don't know how... How does he, I don't know, his hand doesn't get broken. He sits, I don't know either. He sits like cross-legged and he just sits with his hands. So like, he's up. almost like he's meditating. Yes. And then on the floor though, not okay. on his knees. Okay. And then literally he wants you to come in with your high heels. Ow. Yeah. yeah. Bonus package.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine where else that came from. It's, ow. Uh,
1: yeah. Maybe, you know, that's his thing. Right. And and so, uh, Ow.
0: Like I'm still like, because I'm like, ow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what, but that's, that's what I mean is, is there's so many things that people are afraid to enjoy because they're afraid of what other people will think.
1: Yeah. And I think that that community, you know, I think that whole, you know, BDSM community and that's, what's lovely about it is that it's, it there is, I mean, it's like understood. There's no shame. There's no but shame. You walk in the door. You know, of whatever event you go to and it does not matter what you're into, what you like, what, you know, what your preference is. It makes no, or if you don't, like me, I go in and I'm like, ah, you know, I don't really have, I got a beard fetish. Big deal, right? You know. Okay, <laughs> okay
0: so <laughs> okay, Monica, that's like okay. So just to, this is where when <laughs> my brain just now. So like, you're in jail. Everybody's in for murder, and here comes Monica going. Um, <laughs> like, I, I ran a red taxes. light. I ran a red light. <laughs> I got a speeding ticket. I didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's Monica, a beard fetish over there. Go sit in the corner. We're gonna shame you because that's all you got. <laughs> but I never feel
1: shamed. Like they don't care. Everyone's cool. Yes, and that I think. <laughs> the
0: king community could teach the world how to behave.
1: Yeah, the, we've talked. About oh, that. that's so true. I yeah. totally agree. That's with that self acceptance. Um, mm-hmm. Because
0: when I went over, <laughs> this is a true story. A friend of mine is was actually doing a class on. She's a she's a pro dom, and she's actually doing a class on how to how to get slaves. This is she's doing a class the other night. How to get slaves? Yes, yes. Okay, slaves. Not not not. Racial slaves, like no, no, hey, of okay, course. Okay. I'm just clarifying. Okay, okay. So, but she was going to videotape it, and I said your place is beautiful, but it needs lighting. So I went over there over the weekend, and I and I put up lighting and everything else so that she could have some good video. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and when I get there, her her slave answers the door, naked as the day he's born, except he's got these really pretty um, flip flops on. They're kind of flowery, and then he's got uh, jewels on his cock. He had a bejeweled. Right. Two, 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 one, one, one around his like <laughs> balls and one around his cock, these little jeweled rings. Okay. <laughs> so, so
1: after we set up the lighting, she and I are sitting out there. We're I just, a- I'm setting the scene in my head. I need a second just to like sit with this so I can. So he's, okay. Let me be clear. He's very good looking. Okay. Okay. He's very, very fit.
0: Okay. Okay. He's got a very nice cock and he's wearing these silver jeweled with red rubies. Okay. <laughs> around his cock and around his balls. It was matching. It was matching. That's adorable. Okay. And these very pretty flip flops, they were black, but they were flowery and, and blingy.
1: Okay. So flip. she clearly addressed him. <laughs> okay. Wait, no, wait. You're
0: going to love this because it gets better. And the fact that you said that, it's even better. Okay. <laughs> so he answers the door naked. <laughs> And I said, well, I'm glad I have all of this stuff handy here. Take this in the house. So we get it all set up. And later, she and I are sitting out there drinking wine because the event doesn't start for a couple of hours. Okay. And, and so as we're sitting there at this table, he starts bringing over these beautiful platters, um, olives and cheese and crackers and wine and hummus and just all of this food starts showing up on this table in front of me. And I looked out and I noticed he's wearing high heels. And I'm like, oh, you changed your shoes. He said, well, yeah, I had flip-flops on before. I'm getting ready for the party. I thought, of course you are. Of course you are. But the point of that is to say, it was okay. Mm -hmm. He was so totally comfortable
1: that he's running around in his high heels. So like we're talking about all this stuff and we're referencing people who are clearly okay and, you know, don't have shame. And I mean, you know, he's... Who've worked their way through their shame. Exactly. So, So what would you tell someone who... You know, was having a hard time even telling their husband about their fetish, or you know, someone who's just who does have shame but wants to maybe not have not have the shame. Yeah, like what do you recommend? To, you know, what do you what would you say? That's a great question. So the first thing
0: I would do is I would say that not everybody deserves to hear your story.
1: That I love that, right? Because I love that.
0: It, if if you are in a relationship where you are not emotionally safe. Don't give anybody any ammunition,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And like the girl that we talked about in the beginning, you know, her her ex husband shamed her so much for her her desires. So, uh, know well, I've been there, yeah, as you know, yeah. Know who you're talking to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Not everybody deserves to hear your story. Not everybody gets to hear your story. Mm-hmm. And if you're in that type of relationship, make some choices about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not telling everybody to get divorced and leave their spouses, and I'm not doing that. But I'm saying. Figure out you know who you are and who you want to be, because mm-hmm. this is your one shot in this lifetime in this body period. Mm-hmm. Um, but assuming that you're in a safe place, right? Then the conversation, I think the best way to have that conversation is in bed. really? I do, because already everybody's already naked. Mm-hmm. right? So everybody's already vulnerable. okay? If it's approached from a non-threatening way, in other words, here's how we don't do it. <laughs> we don't say, my last boyfriend. Oh God, I don't do that a lot. <laughs> we, we, do we, that. we don't do that. We say things that are more complimentary to the relationship. You know what? I love the way you touch me. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have this thing about feet. And so would it be okay with you if I rubbed your feet? And then go slowly. I mean, sometimes it's hard for people to have the conversation. Hey, did you know I like to spill your feet? That's a little hard for a lot of people to hear. So, so, yeah, it can be a little overwhelming. It can be a little overwhelming, right? <laughs> so, be, and, and, and I know it's overwhelming because in relationships of people that I know who have gotten divorced, not just that girl I was telling you about, but I know men who have been horribly shamed by their wives or ex wives because of desires that they have. And so, you know, if you're going to open yourself up to somebody else hearing about your desires, know that you can trust them if you can be clear on that before you do. And then the other thing is, know that no matter what you say or what you want, you got to come to a place in you that says that's okay.
1: So what would you say to the opposite end of that? What would you say to the person who is hearing about a fetish or kink and you're taking it in and maybe it's a little overwhelming, you're not really sure? What kind of advice would you give that person? I would say look it in your own corner.
0: If, this, if something that they... Okay, so let's play this out. Let's pretend yeah. we're a couple, Monica. No, Excellent. Okay, ready? And t- you, <laughs> She's playing
1: footsie with me right footsie now her, and under have- <laughs> the microphone. <It's> like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have a foot fetish and you have just told me about it. Mm-hmm. What's my job? You're supposed to listen. My job is to make sure that you don't feel shamed.
1: Okay. Right. So-,
0: so, honey, that's cool. So tell me more about that. And here's the secret. Write this down. Okay, I'm getting my pen. He who controls the questions controls the conversation. That's so true. So rather than say, Okay, then smell my feet <laughs> because that really is warm and fuzzy and, and gives you nowhere to go. If you don't know what to say and you don't know what to do, you can always come from curiosity. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're gentle in your words and your tone, then you can you know and and, and say that first. I don't mean I'm not judging. I just want to understand you better. Mm-hmm. Give yourself permission to say that I'm not judging. I just want to understand you better. What is it about the feet? Because I asked that guy, you like to smell feet. What is it about that? He said, I don't know. It's just like they're dirty and grimy, and there's just something about the odor that really arouses me. Mm-hmm. That's that's got to be okay, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't, and here's the other thing, you don't have to participate in your partner's fetish. Oh, okay. If it doesn't make you feel good to have them sniff your feet, then don't get upset if they go sniff somebody else's.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm serious. So, but that, I don't know if I like that because basically what you're saying is like, well, if I can't get into your kink, you know, let's take your foot fetish, for example. Like if that was something you came to me and said, hey, I, you know, I'm really get into this or a guy came to me and I said, uh, I, you know, we'll try it. Okay. But what, so we tried it and you didn't like it. Right. Now what? So that means that you can go and, and do that with someone else just because it didn't fit into my sexual preference? That Does it doesn't, mean that I
0: shouldn't get to do it because you don't like it?
1: Well, uh, you know, maybe we need to break up, Sean Lee. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I don't know. Like, like I had a boyfriend that got into like food. You know, he always wanted to put food on me and that's okay. You know, the same thing. Like, I'm not going to shame you. I was like, let's try it. That's fine. You want to drizzle honey all over me? Okay. But I didn't really love it. You okay. know, I think we talked about this actually on another show. Well, and we talked about the grapefruit blowjob. No, yeah. And then we talked about, I, I, well, I don't know if, whatever. It doesn't matter. But, S- you know, but I wasn't really into it. I, I'm not saying we can never do it again. If you really want to do it, I would do it for you because that's my job as your partner, right? Okay. But it's not something I want to do every time. Okay. So does that make it okay for him to go and eat somebody else's pussy and with a little like side of, you know... Toe jam <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, or whatever food he's feeling like he, you know, whipped so, cream. I don't know. So I think that it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. I think it's
0: always, it comes down to communication, connection, communication, connection. But if it is something that is really repugnant to you mm-hmm. and really arousing for them and you can meet on all other levels of all other things, don't let it be a boner killer in your relationship. I, I, except that, you know, maybe they need to go see a pro-dom. Maybe they need to have somebody who is equally into that and that's a part of them they get to explore.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: it's funny that we brought up the foot fetish thing because I'm just now remembering I was, I don't remember, it doesn't matter. I was somewhere and somebody had just learned that their partner had a foot fetish and she was filing for divorce hmm. because she'd found video and she and a pro dom had made no not a pro dom that's not the right words somebody in the in the in the in the camming media porn world made him a special order foot fetish video so
1: like a, he, like 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 customized customized
0: porn. he sent in what he liked Blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. the wife found out about it and the wife was divorcing him over it really yes so that is what you do not do let's be clear hmm. that's shameful hmm And so... Well, he, and we don't know. There might have been others. But here's know, the thing. Knows. Yeah. So we can only take what we know and this right. is the information we have. Right. He didn't feel safe enough in that relationship... To talk to her. To tell her. Yeah. So he didn't. So he found another way for an outlet that didn't hurt her and she still made it all about her.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Because that's a really nice way to kind of, you know... Beautiful way to yeah, do it. Right.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. So so my point is, is, is twofold. The first one is don't shame anyone for anything that they feel because you wouldn't want to be in that set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you don't want anybody shaming you for your deep dark seeks or it's that, you know, you have, you know, you do. Everybody's Mm -hmm. got dirty, ugly things. They're like, Ooh, that's kind of (laughs) hot. I can't believe I like that. Okay, (laughs) Everybody has it. Okay. And so our mission when we first started, this was to unshame sex, to bring appropriate conversations to, to bring sex to the dinner table, Mm -hmm. to have those conversations. So if you can't, have those conversations with your partner, but you want to have your needs met, sit down and figure out how to have your needs met. Mm-hmm. And and maybe that's a counselor. Maybe that's a conversation. Maybe that's a customized porn. Maybe that's seeing somebody who also has the same desires. Mm-hmm. So I'm all about relationship anarchy. Own your space. Get what you want. Do
1: you? I think that's fair. Yeah. And that is all I know about shaming sex, Monica. Today, and that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of information, a lot of good information. Well, thank you very much. You're I appreciate welcome.
0: that. And so, and then, so now we're gonna next show. I think we could do it next show. You want to do oral porn next show? You know, you love you some oral
1: porn. Oral or audio?
0: A U R A L.
1: Oh, or oral. 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 Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I was like, because <laughs> of course I have like. <laughs> I have oral on the brain. loves (laughs) pussy (laughs) licking. I have oral on the brain, clearly. Clearly. (laughs) Can I tell you one thing that he did that I Uh, think was like... Yes, we want to hear. All right. So I know in the beginning, we talked about how, you know, I get to a point when a guy goes down on me where, you know, I'll get to like a seven or an eight. And if, if an orgasm is a 10, and then I'll kind of hang there. And then I start to feel really guilty that it's taking a little longer. I think this is really common for women, right? We get the guilties. No, you don't get guilties at all. She's looking at me like I'm an asshole right now. Okay, whatever.
0: I, I think I love that you were all over. You're like, and we are waiting for me to dip.
1: And she's just, looking at me like the Cheshire cat. Like <laughs> you know. Okay, so
0: I'm just gonna. Speak all right, for so myself. Monica and her guilties. Go ahead. I didn't say I didn't have guilties, but I love that you assumed I didn't.
1: No, but, I'm saying <laughs> yes, yes. I think has right I think <laughs> women like we always think we're going to take too long or whatever. So anyway, this guy totally read my body language. I was starting to feel like, eh, you know, we've had, you know, 15, 20 minutes, whatever. It's, you know, taking a little longer." And so he stopped. And he um, you know, kind of came up and we started making out and and that was very, very sexy. And we probably did that for another, I don't know. I you know, I lose track of time. I want to say it was like between 5 and 10 minutes. And then and then guess what happened? What? He went down again.
0: Oh, he's a
1: good boy. And I looked at him and I was like, and I'm not going to stop him. not locked in your closet? I should, <laughs> I should have <laughs> him locked in my closet. Locked him in the closet, He <laughs> came out to play. Why he, he, he was afraid of, of that. He, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he went down on me again, second. And I was like, oh, I mean, this is just so amazing to me that he did this because not a lot of guys do this you know? And he... Right. He, and they should. And he went down on me and like he basically kind of started over, but we were already, I would say, you know, most... We we're part of the way there, most of the way there. And that was what took me completely over the edge. You were already wet and sloppy. But by, by him...
0: Yoni had opened. By,
1: really, <laughs> but Really? By him choosing to go down on me a second time, I felt like I knew he really wanted to. Mm-hmm. At that point, it wasn't like, okay, I've put my dues in. Right. I, you know, he really wanted to make Get it you there. please me yeah yeah and that was a huge huge turn on for me that would be a huge turn on for me. Yeah. It was really sexy. And why didn't I take him for a spin? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. you
0: should <laughs> Frank, Frank, come back. 561-200-3330. <laughs> three, 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 <laughs> okay, so, Miss Monica.
1: Yes. You know what time it is? Yeah, we're t- it's time to go. It's time to It's get. time to
0: sign off. It's time to sign off. So And so we've decided that we're going to stay something every time.
1: Stay something, right. So right. I would say stay curious.
0: And don't judge your partner for their dirty, nasty, kinky fetishes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.